Hirschbachers. Uh, Chris Schmidt here. We got another episode of uh, Getting Schmidt Done. Shout out to uh, Tom for that great uh, title of the podcast. Um, nice play on words there. Uh, there's been worse things done with my last name, but uh, I'll, I'll take this one. So I uh, wanted to get out a driver advisory board uh, update to the, to the fleet. So we had, you know, I think one of the things we're being cognizant of and we recognized we, uh, we maybe need to do a little bit better job of follow-ups with our driver advisory boards. Uh, we want to do a better job with you guys um, this year compared to years past. So, you know, we had our kind of our annual one in August and we had a follow-up kind of a, you know, quarterly follow-up that we had on, on yesterday. Uh, so we had almost everyone showed up that, that was on the DAB. A couple couldn't make it. Uh, we had Sean Swiner, uh, Marvin Hardy, Tracy Zimmerman, uh, Dave Bowler, Robert Cogswell, Charles Wright, uh, Christine Ralph-Gordy, Clinton Liddig, Luis Ruiz, and then uh, Butch Burgess. Um, so they were able to join us. Uh, we had about five hours, five, five and a half hours together. Um, went over some pretty good topics. Uh, we kind of had a recap of what our top three was from the August meeting and what we got done, you know, what we need to still work on, you know, what, what's still in progress. Uh, Transflow is up here. So we had a really good uh, one hour long kind of Q&A. So uh, all the drivers had a, had an opportunity to talk, talk, you know, talk right to the people that are, are, are owners of, of some of the issues we've been seeing. So they outlined, you know, a lot of the issues we had already identified but I think the what's going to be a should be a game changer for us is Transflow was here there and they could ask follow up questions in certain ways and the way they asked and depending on how some of the DAB members answered they already kind of had an idea how to fix it so I think some of the issues that we've seen out there uh, some of the hours of service bugs or you know maybe some of the copilot issues i think we'll start to see some quicker fixes on that which should which is would be awesome and i'm sure you guys would like to hear like to see that as well so um went very well uh we we liked it a lot and we're probably going to start trying to bring uh, more vendors um you know whether it's a, a truck or a trailer or, or just other other things that it would be good for some of the, the people we work with to hear straight from you guys um, to, to our next meeting. So we'll probably have another follow-up one in, you know, February, March, April uh, range after we kind of get out of winter and um, and get some more stuff knocked out. So quick recap of, of kind of what, what we went through. Um, the top four things we had for takeaways in our August meeting were four categories, operations, IT slash technology, um, safety, and maintenance. So kind of go through the ones that we got done first, you know, for ops, we had communication and phone and hold times. And our goal that we set in August, we had about 80% of our calls. We answered in under two minutes and uh, we got that up to 90%. We were consistently at 90% answered under two minutes, which is a f fantastic job. We want to get better, but uh, we hit that goal there. So that's good. Uh, we also uh, wanted the, this came from the DAB board, but they wanted to have visibility to their PTA and they wanted the ability to change it in the app. And, uh, we got that done around October. Um, I've had a couple of, I've talked about it in a couple of our podcasts, but if you don't know, it's right on the main page of the app. It's, it's called PTA plan time of availability. It drives a lot of things The the, the more accurate you have that, the, the better loads you'll get, the quicker you'll get pre-planned. It just, it, it, 
it's sets up your success for a dri- as a driver. So make sure you own that. It shouldn't be the driver manager owning that. It should be you. Um, so we got those two things done. Great, great, great job. In the IT world, uh, we wanted to really focus on getting Transflow and Geotab working. Um, we didn't get that done. It's definitely have made some progress there, um, but don't, can't quite, quite, quite cross that off the list. And the second thing in the IT world was we wanted to add kind of a Yelp or a rating system uh, for our drivers. So like every shipper or receiver, you could rate five stars or, or make a note you know, if this place has a washout or, or this place has a good, has good coffee right around the corner or there's parking here and I just little notes that could help future drivers, uh, when they go there or could help you remember it when you go there the next time. Um, we did not get that done either. We really wanted to focus on transfer fixing some of the reliability and some of the other things that needed to be worked on before we got to that. But that's definitely in the pipeline. It's definitely still something that, that everyone wanted, um, from a safety uh, side of it, uh, driver scorecards. So essentially understanding and knowing how you're performing, whether it be miles, you know, speeding, or, or there's a lot of other metrics we have. Um, we, we've done some testing with some third party products and we've also looked at how we house and store the data, be able to do that ourselves. So that one's in progress as well, but we did not get that done. On uh, the maintenance world, um, the big takeaway in August was inspections and seeing our equipment, especially the trucks, uh, every 30 days, uh, how, how important that is. Uh, we made some, made some strides there, but we did not get that done. It's something that we need to kind of take a look at and figure out how to track and how to make that happen. I mean, we can do a lot of, a lot of positive things if we start seeing our equipment more. Um, we have made, you know, with the additional terminals and stuff we've added, we've made it a lot easier to be able to, or I shouldn't say easier, a lot more feasible to do that now that we have more than, you know, three or four terminals. So those were kind of the August takeaways. So the ones that we got done, obviously we don't have to talk about, um, the ones that we did not get done or that they're in progress, we'll just kind of, kind of roll them forward and they're still going to be worked on. So the additional ones that we kind of added from yesterday, the big, 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 big takeaway from the DAB members that they felt this way and you guys, the other drivers out there, let them know as well was, you know, trailers and and accountability and knowing what's going on with them. Um, You know, every driver out there has has shown up to pick up a load or grabbed a trailer and, you know, needed, you know, had a flat spot on a tire, had the brake brake chamber issue or whatever, long list or had damage on it, whatever it might be, long list of issues, right? And it's very frustrating as a driver to have to do that, to clean up someone else's mess. And it's, it, it costs you money. It costs you miles. It's, it's, it's a lot of, a lot of negatives from that. Um, so we heard that message loud and clear. Um, this has been something, and I shared it yesterday with the, with the crew, you know, I've been, I've been here for 10 years and I've been attending driver advisory boards for, I think since we had our first one. So it's been a, quite a few years, I think six, six years and every single one that we've ever done this has been brought up and it's not that we don't want to fix it. It's just, it's very, very difficult to fix. Um, and the, the, it kind of comes down to an issue of, you know, data integrity and knowing exactly which trailer each driver has on every single load. And there's lots of factors, but right now we don't, we were not hundred percent sure in our data, 
what what that is. And uh, for, like I said, for multiple reasons. And we've never been able to figure out a good way to correct that. And until now, uh, I, I, I honestly see a solution in the future that's going to help us get there. And as soon as we do a couple of these things, then we can actually have true accountability and 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 not and uh, and allow drivers to own you know the condition that they drop a trailer at or they pick a trailer up at and we'll know who when we get these things done correctly we'll know who dropped the previous trailer or we'll know that hey the driver that dropped this trailer in at a at a customer dropped it off in good condition and someone else backed into it and messed it up you know the spotting service or another carrier or whatever it might be you know so we we have line of sight and a plan to get there it's not going to happen tomorrow it's not going to happen next month but it's going to happen in the next probably three to six months so the two big things i won't go into too much detail here but the two big things that are going to help us solve that we're testing i don't want to get ahead of myself because it might not work but i'm very confident that it will we're testing some truck trailer matching so uh I don't want to say software, but uh, essentially it's a puck on the back of a truck that communicates with the trailer and will tell us which truck is connected to which trailer at all times, uh, which would be a game changer for us to verify loaded calls, to verify if a truck is moving without a trailer or if a, a truck has a, a trailer that we, we do not think it has uh, for whatever reason. This is a way to verify all that stuff. So that's a, that's a big deal. The second one, I'm sure I've talked about in the past, and we've talked about it for a while, which is which is Photector, right? Getting getting pictures of the quality of the trailers, or the I don't say the quality, but the condition of the trailers uh, when you drop them off. Uh, getting that into our system somewhere is really what's going to help us get there. So we've got a pretty good idea and a plan to get that rolled out. That should have minimal impact to you guys. Uh, we want to do it in phases and. Um, the first thing that we want to start with is a picture of the bills. A um, couple of reasons for that, but we, I think if we can snag a picture of the bills at the loaded call, you know, we can have a, we know exactly what the temp of that load should be set at in the system. And maybe we can look at uh, streamlining some of this verbal loaded and empty calls that we've been doing. So that's kind of, I'll give you a little bit of a teaser of what we're working on. Um, I anticipate kind of finalizing what we want it to look like and what we want to do in the next in the next probably month, and we'll roll it out to you guys and, and get your feedback and make sure it's something that you like. But long story long long story short, those are what's going to allow us to actually work on that trailer accountability. That uh, was very we had a very passionate discussion yesterday about it, as I'm sure anyone there can attain can attest to. Um, so. So the trailer accountability for ops. Um, and then the other big one for operations was um, planning metrics and, you know, getting plans on drivers sooner, right? So that's something that we're taking a look at internally. Um, for safety, you know, orientation slash, sa trash slash training slash safety, the, the kind of the two that we added to that um, on top of the scorecards, we added... Uh, heard a lot of feedback from the DAB members that needed some additional ELD training. So we're doing some things differently there in orientation and we're going to start having logs call every new driver, um, on, on, on their fourth day after graduating class. Um, so we think that's going to help, uh, be a little bit of a game changer. 
Uh, and then I kind of wrap it up the, the IT or technology side of it. You know, we just, we didn't really add anything to that, but we were still focused on the, the, the transflow and in cab technology. You know, when we have, when we have the quarterly, uh, surveys that, that consistently is the lowest score. And, uh, I, that we, we are not going to allow that to happen. You know, I, I want, I do not buy, I don't think we can do it or I, I hope, I hope we can. I shouldn't say, I don't think, I hope we can have it off the bottom one, uh, in Q4. And if not, it's definitely going to be off the bottom one in, in Q1 of 20, 2022 next year. So that's kind of the goal. So, um, that's the recap of the DAB meeting. Um, if you have any questions, call me, let me know, talk to the DAB members. Um, I, all in all, I thought it was a very, very good meeting. Uh, we stayed on task and uh, got through a lot of issues, and I think we talked through some of the, the really important ones that are impacting you guys out there today. Um, to wrap up uh, and finish up here today, you know, we've been doing something for uh, a couple years uh, on the dedicated side, and we've started doing it for Over the Road as well. Um, but we haven't been announcing it on the podcast in a while, so I wanted to start doing that. Um, so we do a driver of the month, and uh, this uh, for the month of October, uh, S- Steve Overbe- Overbay won that, and he is a he's a driver on the Extreme account. He's on the Luke Bryan tour, and uh, he was nominated. Essentially, how the process works: uh, drivers get nominated by their dispatchers and kind of say why they think they earned it, and um, and then operations and everyone votes on it. Uh, out of a list of the nominated drivers and the driver gets a shout out, gets a little cash uh, and, and uh, it's, 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 it's pretty cool. Um, it's a big, it's a big deal to earn this. So shout out to Steve Overbay, solid work. Uh, we appreciate all that you do out there. I know, I know Luke Bryan does on the tour as well. So um, with that, I'll wrap things up. Um, have a good rest of your weekend and stay safe out there guys. I'll talk to you later.